Hello and welcome to this special edition of How It's Played. My name's Blake Chapman, Senior Reviews Editor for Byte BSU, and in this two-part series, we'll be covering the 2021 Game Awards. Yay! Hooray! Hooray! Insert hoorays. <laughs> but, my, but my guests and I will not just be talking about the nominees and what we hope to see get announced, but also betting on which game will win what, a what award, even if we know fairly little about them and have to make a big-picture analysis of their entire critical value. I'll explain the rules in just a moment, but let's first introduce our guests. Joining me today is Anthony Herring and Kellen Harrison. Anthony and Kellen, what do you both do for Byte? Well, uh, I am a member of the reviews team, and I review stuff. Cool. It's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am editor-in-chief of Byte. Uh, I feel so bad just following up after that. <laughs> I'm also a stand-up comedian. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Go follow my work. Blah, blah, blah. At blah, blah, blah. And I, I write, and I produce content here and there, as you can tell, because I'm on this podcast. Okay, that's enough. But, yeah. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> we got we to go through this. So first, we'll, <laughs> first, we'll start with a bit of an explanation in, in history for the unaffiliated of the Game Awards. This is an annual award ceremony for the video games industry. Think of it kind of like the Oscars or the Grammys, but for games, you know, celebrating both artists that make an impact on development and direction of the industry along with content creators and even you know a few announcements here and there basically two hours of commercials wonderful the thing that gamers love the most hosted by games journalist jeff Keeley, famous for the final hours documentaries uh, since 2014 used to do it uh, primarily as the spike video game awards back when spike tv was an actual channel on cable which it is uh, no longer is but, <laughs> but over the past seven years, there's been a balance between 30 official award announcements for things like Best Narrative, Direction, and Game of the Year. And from 2014 onward, in order, Game of the Year selections were Dragon Age Inquisition, The Witcher 3, Overwatch, Breath of the Wild, God of War, Sekiro, and, of course, the steamroller known as The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But they also have a lot of world premieres during this show. Uh, some of the, you know, really, I guess, spectacular ones from the past was the Joker reveal, the night that Smash Ultimate launched as Joker was going to be the first DLC added character into the game in 2018. The Keeley actually landed the first uh, on first live gameplay sequence of Breath of the Wild back when the show started in 2014. In 2019, this is still weirds me out that this announcement was even possible. Uh, the Wolf Among Us 2 was announced, though I have not been keeping up on the development cycle of that game, and I have absolutely no clue how that's going to happen because Telltale's no longer a studio. Well, Telltale did get... I think Telltale got revamped by a different company. It's like Skybound, mm. so they're developing it, and we haven't heard anything since 2019. So. Cool. Yay. And then, of course, the greatest announcement of last year was that Vin Diesel is apparently going to be in Arc 2. What? Uh, yes. Are you, are you pulling my leg, Blake? No. No, that was... seriously, are you pulling oh. my leg or something? <laughs> oh, he's under the table now. Oh, goodness. No, yes, that was the best announcement wrong, of wrong last show. year. Not not anything to do with some weird Final Fantasy character making it into a fighting game or, you know, some rare first-person shooter being revived after, like, a couple decades. No, none of that. 
Vin Diesel is in Ark now. It's about family. It's about it's family. About family. <laughs> so so he's gonna create a family with the with the prehistoric dinosaurs, right? Yeah, and the Rock is gonna make a cameo. Yes, that absolutely <laughs> Vin, has to happen. Vin Diesel and the Rock are gonna be playing brothers. When it comes to the process of of selecting the nominees, it goes through a couple different hands. They start with an advisory committee of representatives from manufacturers like Sony, Nintendo, AMD, and Xbox, and then those executives select about 70 to 100 news outlets, influencers, or content creators to nominate and vote on awards. And the voting is is weird. It's They call it blended voting, where the jury of official voters makes up 90% of the vote, and then public fan voting is around 10%. And Which, the, um, we could get into that, but yeah, that's well, for another well, day. Yes, <laughs> yes. I will, I will be asking uh, the, the both of you what, what your reactions are to that. But mm. the explanation to, to the that the Game Awards website gives is that it allows for more credibility and authenticity along with covering any sort of influence of exclusivity, like if certain games are only on certain consoles or if they're only on PC, or quote-unquote social engineering. So... You know, if a content creator, if it's like a 50-50 vote, well, whatever content creator has the most followers is just going to say, everyone go vote for me. And then it's more or less they're automatically going to win. Or in terms of like uh, a couple years ago when Jump Force was nominated for Best Fighting Game, uh, legions of 4chan and Reddit fans would just swamp the voting with... uh, Jump Force, because they would like to see the meme game win. So, yeah, you heard it here folks, first, kids. Any uh, any kind of voting where 4chan can make a noticeable effect, uh, that's a problem with democracy. And I'm falling asleep. Okay. <laughs> uh, for this year, games had to be available for public consumption on or before November 19th. Mm, so, consumption. W- what do you think of that blended voting style? Do you find it fair or balanced, just from your own perspective? Well, well, you talked about, like, how they want it to be credible and authentic, but, like, for people that are huge in the industry that are being nominated for, uh, what what's the category called again? Content creator? Content creator, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, like, those that have, like, a lot more followings, they're probably going to win because there's people that are supporting them, like, a huge group of people that are supporting them, but, like, what we've gotten into before is, like, with news publications and uh those that group of people like nominating people into these categories and thus like voting for them also that's also a question of credibility because like what we see a lot in the entertainment industry and like journalism industry like itself like there's sponsorships and there's like weird like relationships there right uh that can like really also impact who wins these categories as well mm. Yeah. Yeah, take everything Kellen said and filter it through my voice. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, can, we can do that in post. Mm. We uh, have the, we have the budget for that. I guess uh <laughs> for for me the bl- I never really was too happy about the blended blended voting style um in the past. And then Jump Force was nominated for best fighting game and I was like, "Oh, yes, now this makes entire sense." why you know gamers are not allowed to actually make you know deciding factor choices in in these awards um i do feel that for 95 percent of the categories i think it's it's fine though the content creator of the year award that is something that um 
I've uh, definitely expressed my distaste of uh, <laughs> over the last few years and will get into my extreme distaste of this year. But I feel that if they just revamp that particular award to be something where it's completely you know, nominated on a fan basis and voted on on a fan basis, it would feel a lot more fair. And obviously, to kind of get away from the popularity contest, quote-unquote, if you just make a requirement that if someone was nominated for it in the past, they can't be nominated again. Mm -hmm. Because I, I think the problem twofold with that award is that one of the nominees, I believe, for this year was nominated um, a year or two ago for the same award. And then last year, there was someone nominated that was nominated a year or two before that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of weird and i don't want this episode to become this whole condemnation of that particular award or awards like it but um i feel for 90 to 95 percent of the pool it makes sense besides that specific one mm. though the rest is fine for me yes. because keeping 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 uh keeping important decisions out of capital g gamers hands as much as possible I, <laughs> capital I, g gamers tm yes i'm i i much rather prefer that as an aimer a non-gamer <laughs> uh the 90 percent to 10 percent ratio makes me uncomfortable and i do think it needs to be a little bit more balanced if anything, they should have just went full 100%. <laughs> that'll go over well. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll go, go over very well for the, for the game boys and game girls out there. Wait, girls play games? What? Uh, yes, hey. game girl. <laughs> girls play games, Blake. Yeah. Don't be sexist. <laughs> Jesus, Blake. I might not be a full gamer here. I don't I think play you're, games. A, you're, you're a lowercase, lowercase g gamer. Yeah. Hey, I'm the lowercase g gamer. And then you're the you're I'm the ammer. You're yeah. the ammer yeah. or aimer, whatever. Aimers. For this year's for this <laughs> for this year's show, uh, I play Ames. <laughs> the top nominees are Deathloop with eight nominations. Yeah, Deathloop. Yay, I'm not paid off by Bethesda. Perfect ten. The the yeah, the timed person. exclusive Deathloop. <laughs> at first you don't succeed, die, die again, baby. <laughs> um and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart with six nominations. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> According, <laughs> yay, the Insomniac game that's not Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it's Spider-Man 2 or Wolverine coming soon. Or Sunset Overdrive when we're going to Sunset Overdrive. It's going to get to PlayStation, I hope. <laughs> According to Keeley, 40 to 50 game announcements will be featured this year in some way or another. Oh, so <laughs> I hope I hope that means actually being featured instead of just, you know, what it's been in years past. Are of, you serious? Oh, let's just do a... Magic the Gathering ads for three three whole minutes. No, like seri there's gonna be uh, forty to fifty. Yeah. Wait, has it always been like that? Yeah. Oh, I I I've never. This is my first game award, <laughs> so I I didn't realize it was that many. I thought it was just like oh, it's like fifteen to twenty. I didn't know it was that many. No, they do they do announcements some in the pre-show, some in some oh, okay. in the show proper. But of course, it like also probably commercials too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the they the have technically gamer, they have commercials, gamer commercials. Yes. <laughs> technically, technically the ad breaks is just G Fuel. That's you... all it's going to be. It's just going to be G Fuel. Technically the ad breaks <laughs> are can be game announcements like I mentioned the Magic the Gathering card game. I think in 2019 that was the big meme of the ads <laughs> of of that show was like, okay, Yay, another five-minute ad break, and three minutes of the ads are going to be for the Magic the Gathering game that no one is interested <laughs> in from this, from this no show. No one cares about that. So, some and, and League of Legends? <laughs> so, so, sometimes it can range from, like, five-minute long 
MMORPG like trailers to sh- very 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 short teases. Like I think last year they ended on uh, the announcement from Bioware that's like, oh, we're making a new Mass Effect game, and that was it. Oh yeah, yeah, we haven't heard anything about that new Mass Effect game. Um, but Hopefully it could, it's good. But they, I remember in the interview he did with Epic. I believe he also said that that's not explicitly just for like games. It could be movies, things based on games. Assassin's Creed Two sequel. Let's go. Or uh, I think the Division television show that was for Netflix. What? I heard that that was announced at E3 a while ago. Why are they making and a I've... Division TV show? <laughs> and apparently it's with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I've heard nothing about this <laughs> for like what? two or three years. I but that's the only reason I'd watch that. Show. That might be here. Is there going to be Taylor Swift Easter egg in that? See, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, that's interesting. (laughs) It's going to be funny. (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal goes to the Game Awards. It's not going to be happening. So, yeah. Also, that doesn't make any sense. Because Jake, Jake, I guess Jake Gyllenhaal looks like the protagonist of the division. So, the generic white guy. (laughs) Yes. That makes sense. Um, After doing a remote broadcast last year, we'll be back in person from the Microsoft Theater in LA. And the Bill one, Gates, let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not sponsored by Microsoft. <laughs> um, <laughs> Keely also mentioned that guest presenters will be less of a focus this year, though I believe they did just announce that Sting is doing a performance yeah. of his song from the Arcane Netflix and, uh, show. Simu Liu is going to be a mm. guest presenter, which yeah. I'm fine with because mm. you know he's cool. So, but yeah, hopefully it's a. Uh, for our listener at home, Simu Liu Shang Chi. Yes, for the un- for the we're for not the, sponsored by Marvel. For the gamers that are uh, <laughs> unaffiliated, um, what are you looking forward to the most? I know this is this is like I'm a couple years deep into this, so I kind of know what to expect. But what are you both excited for? You can go. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, I don't look. This will be the very first time I actually watched the Same. Game Awards <laughs> from beginning to end. Like the only thing I really know about the Game Awards is like those crop cap videos on YouTube, which are amazing. <laughs> yeah. I rewatched those so many times; they're hilarious. And from what I've seen on Twitter, overall, like kind of awkwardness and like just corporate stuff. Right. I think it's gonna be really funny because, mm. like, I remember. Man, it was like a few years ago. Like they would like the dude. There was this one dude who was like presenting in VR with like Pepsi Bot or mm. something. Shik Hydrobot. Yeah, Shik Hydrobot. Hydrobot. I want to make yeah. a reappearance. Yeah, and then there was like there was this promo for Assassin's Creed, which I thought was really funny. Mm. So yeah, I just want to. I just love to see that sweet, sweet gamer social awkwardness. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> No, no, it's it's funny. It's, it's, it's funny. It's, it's, it's spectacular funny. in real You're time. Spo- laugh. <laughs> laugh. It's spectacular. <laughs> it's spectacular in real time. Yeah, it's uh, hilarious. <laughs> honestly, okay, so my like my excitement is mostly just coming from like what we're gonna be doing, like this, like the live stream that we're doing mm. for this. Because I'm gonna be completely honest, I've never seen like a full show, just like snippets of what people like shown me or like on Twitter and such. Mm. Um. Mm. Like, I do, I do know, like, the games because I've read a lot of the reviews for them. But, like, I don't have, like, a, any special sort of attachment to really any of them other than ones, like, the Slim that I've played. Mm. <laughs> Probably two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, I'd say, like, what I'm most looking forward to is the fact that since my, ex- like, my betting is pretty much gonna be like random not like completely random but like random with limited knowledge on it i'm kind of excited to see who's gonna win the betting shake mm. so 
for me, uh, kind of going off of what you said, Anthony, I love the weird interactive elements that they bake into every show. Like last year, they did this thing called the Whooper Watch. <laughs> where it was it was a tie-in thing with Excuse Pokemon me. Go, where at certain points throughout the show, if you had Pokemon Go open, Whoopers would just show up wherever you were at <laughs> Wait, at your geographic location. Is a Whooper location. a Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, I was I thought that was just a made up thing. <laughs> <laughs> the whoop you gotta push the whooper button. <laughs> yeah. So Whooper Watch was which a weird was something weird that happened last year. Um I would like to see the return of Shik Hydrobot. Um Joseph Faris, who directed It Takes Two, is up for a lot of awards. So if he wins, and he's actually given the chance to speak in front of a microphone. It didn't exactly go well the last time he did, because um, he called out another very famous awards program in a, in a hilarious segment that I'm sure Jeff Keighley is still... Um, keeling over. Keeling about. over about. Ah, hoo ha ha um, <laughs> That was my joke. Don't steal it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I want... The, I love the awkwardness, and I'm really excited to see this, the dumb interactive elements that I can envision them all sitting in the boardroom like, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and then in real time, it just becomes songs. a meme. <laughs> now let's break down the rules of this competition, the betting showcase part of this betting showcase. We really just got three, and they base, they're they based mostly on scoring. And just to make it clear, they're aren't just three contestants in this. We have a fourth contestant, um, Elijah Wax. Hopefully he's back for the live stream, but he is also competing. So we have a, a fourth dark horse in the race. <laughs> dark horse. <laughs> yeah, no. You have a fourth black sheep in the race, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> First is, if a contestant accurately predicts any award winner other than game direction or game of the year, they net one point. So this counts for everything, including games for impact, accessibility, and most anticipated game. Of course, most anticipated is voted on only by fans, but we're still going to want to guess, okay, what do we think is most likely? If a contestant correctly selects the winner of best game direction, they earn three points. And if a contestant selects the game of the year winner, it's worth five points. So with just two categories, you can kind of leap ahead in the, in the standings. Um, though both of those come at the end of the show, so it'll be exciting to track everyone's points across the whole program. We don't have a scoreboard. No. Well, we, well, we'll have a whiteboard. Yeah, we, we we ran out of money in the budget. Oh, no, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the running gag. Just, on, we have no budget. <laughs> on this part, we'll only be covering the top 12 awards of the show, but we have made selections for all 30 categories. Kellen... You kind of just decided your selections uh, on a whim. Would you like to elaborate on, on how you made okay, your decision-making okay. process? You make it sound like I just closed my eyes and pointed to somewhere on the screen. <laughs> well, I mean, okay? I, you, just <laughs> threw, you threw a dart at like, a board. Yeah, like I do I like, like to say, this program, it is it is um, unpredictable but not surprising. So I genuinely think that, you know, dartboarding this, you would probably net a, a, at least 50-50. What did, what did you go with? <laughs> Okay, it was not completely random, I promise you, okay? I did some research on this. Oh, I told you not to do that. Oh. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> too, late too late now, okay? Too late. <laughs> well, wah, wah. I did research as in, like, I looked to see, like, what each category, like, entailed. Mm -hmm. Like, what it was about, like, mm -hmm. and why these were chosen for it. Yeah, you looked up what video games were. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know a little bit about each of the games that are for like game of the year like i know like the basis of them 
And not gonna lie, uh, for some of the categories, I looked at the complete art just in the picture. No. <laughs> in the it's a good choice. Yeah, I think it's a complete arc. Like, <laughs> character. He's like, okay, I gotta figure out this main character's arc. Well, like, for art direction, I was like, ah, oh, this one looks pretty. Like, <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> yeah. looks, that looks nice. Yeah, and like, for the sound quality one, if the one in, like entails directly to music, I'm like, that one makes sense. Mm. So, <laughs> so that's pretty much just what it was. But not gonna lie, game of the year, I did not go with the obvious one. Mm. Oh, I went with the different. one that <laughs> yes, I did. Um, <laughs> I went with the one that I wanted to win. Death so. loop. <laughs> no. Yes, because everyone A wants death, death loop. To if win at first, the award. if at first you don't succeed. Die, die, die again. again. Play that's not, call, that's not a call to action. <laughs> what about yeah, you, Anthony? How did you decide? Usually, okay, so I mainly went off of um because it's because ma- it's how we think mm. they're gonna choose, not what we want. Mm-hmm. This would be so much easier if it was anyway. <laughs> uh, I basically chose. I think it's been a while since I did this, but um, I think I chose because of I think it was like general popularity and like general reception of the game. Mm. And uh, I think I think maybe marketing was a part of it too, especially mm. with Deathloop because mm. that was marketed to hell. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it was mainly because of how people in general responded to it mm. and how uh, the game awards would probably capitalize on that. Right. So. For me, um, I did the wrong thing. Um, I make my selections based upon what I think actually you know deserves the award uh, based upon um, okay. <laughs> uh, the the criteria of it and. Um, you know, I'm not surprised that in the past when I've done this with other friends that I've always come in last. So, dear you know, view- nice guys finish last. Yes, exactly. Uh, We're not sponsored by nice guys. <laughs> TM. TM. Uh, so, nice yeah. guys with a capital N. So, um, yeah, I uh, fully expect that Kellen is going to win this award. Or Anthony at this point. Because, like I said... I chose what I want to win. Yeah, if you're if if like if you're going off of so what you're saying is you forfeit. (laughs) If you're going, I forfeit five points. Whether you're going, (laughs) I honestly think the two. I I honestly think the two best ways to go about this show, betting wise, is you either choose the thing that was most popular for every category, or you you die, die again. (laughs) No, (laughs) you choose. Or you choose the thing that just looks the coolest. That's about it. Or sounds the coolest. I'm sorry, lady and gentlemen. Uh, Todd Howard's in here. I have to say that every time. <laughs> so, let's start at the bottom of our list with most anticipated game. For this award, we have nominees of Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. What'd you take for this one, Kellen? Um... Well, given the fact that, like, everyone that I know, like, talks about this game and plays this game, like, over and over again, um, I definitely think it's going to be The Legend of Zelda, like, the Mm. sequel to The Legend of Zelda, because it's just, I feel like that one's just a (laughs) no-brainer. What about you, Anthony? I think it's going to be Elden Ring. Mm. Any particular reason why? Because this game has been... Because re- a lot of people have been talking about this game. Everyone's been really excited for it. So I think I think it'll be Elden Ring. Plus, it's made by... From, from Software. Soft- yeah. I, I can... I can, <laughs> I can, I can talk. <laughs> I could talk. It's made by From Software, the same company that made Bloodborne, Dark Souls, and Sekiro. Mm. I, think that's how you, I think that's how you actually pronounce it, right? Mm. Sekiro. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think... Considering how uh, genuinely great the company's track record is, or developer's track record, I should say, I think Elden Ring is going to be 
very anticipated. I also took the Breath of the Wild sequel um, because uh, in, in, in preparation for this, I was kind of back and forth between Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild sequel. But since Elden Ring is closer to actually coming out, I believe it was just pushed back a month to February um, of next year. And Breath of the Wild is a giant question mark on Nintendo as to when this game will even be spoken about again or when we'll see actual, you know, full-fledged gameplay of this game. Even released. Even released because, you know, people want to look farthest into the future and, and be the most hopeful about things. All of these other games have quote-unquote release dates. I know Horizon has one. Elden Ring has a date. Starfield is coming out next fall, and it still has a date. Don't know if it'll be pushed back. It probably what? will. Um, and I think God of War Ragnarok has a release window. It has, yeah, it's a window. Um, but the sequel to Breath of the Wild doesn't have anything yet. So going off of that, I'm, I'm saying this is the most Wait, Starfield comes out next fall? Yeah, November. Are you kidding me? I thought that was like 2023 or something. No, it's 2022. Wow. Okay, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, also, was, side note. Probably will end up being 2023. Yes, it's going to... Legend not... of Zelda, isn't this the reason why you want to get <laughs> yes. a Switch? Oh, okay. Yes. Is that also playing a <laughs> yes. part to your I, I honestly will not be surprised if Starfield gets delayed. Yeah. It, it, it will be. Mm. It will be. Todd will make sure of that. <laughs> Content creator of the year. Who are these people? Yeah, this is my exact question. Um, <laughs> I, I literally presume, know none I of these I presume people. that they're important. Uh, for this <laughs> award category, we have, uh, and I'm going to butcher these names, Fu- I apologize. Fusely, who's an American 100 Thieves streamer. Gauls, who is a Brazilian Counter-Strike global offensive commentator. Ebai, who's a Spanish League of Legends commentator. Grefk, who's a Spanish Fortnite streamer. And Dream, the Minecraft YouTuber. Hey, Dream big, hey, baby. Wait, I would just like to point out that you told me not to do research, and you definitely did research for that. So. Yeah. What's the 100 Thieves? It's a... Uh, is that even it's a real? brand. Is that? I was gonna say that doesn't sound real. It's a. It's it's technically an esports team that's no. more of a brand than an esports team. I don't even think Dream is like posting anything. In like you forever. pick Dream. Tell me why you pick Dream. Hey, we don't all give pick it. Dream. No, okay? I no. Don't, I don't know, Kellen. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you two pick we Dream. We all pick Dream. No, Blake. Why you? T- <laughs> Blake, why'd you show me that shrine you made of Dream the other day? <laughs> you two pick Dream. I picked Gref. Be- but Gref. you want the Gref. dream. I know Gref. you do because, because you want to win. No, I don't know. I do <laughs> not want Dream to win this award. I want to make it very clear, lady and gentlemen, that uh, he picked Dream. No, yes, I did he not. He showed pick... me his I... dream journal. <laughs> I did not pick Dream. I picked Gref because he's the one dude that was nominated for this, I think, two years ago. And I think he also beat the concurrent viewership record. Look, lady, for Twitch. lady and gentlemen, I got to look this up. I don't know why I keep saying that. <laughs> Um, uh, do I want Gref to win? Do I think it's going to be Dream? Yes. A hundred, what? Okay. A hundred Thieves is the premier lifestyle brand Are in you gaming really? organization. <laughs> You're really just looking at something. Yeah, I don't know. I never heard of it's what? Like, you ever heard of Team Liquid? No. I, do, I'm not, I don't just, keep track of They're like an esports e- team that's not an esports team. Okay. They're a brand. Yeah, I don't keep track of esports. That's they're, like a, they're like a, a streamer house. Oh. Like a content creation house. Oh, or organization more so. Wait, two of these are commentators. Wait, Fusely's a woman? Yes. 
Anyway, on to the next no, category. I, no, I'm, you, I'm not trying. No, I thought oh. they were all dudes. I was, oh, that's cool that she's a woman. Oh, yeah. Well, I, mean, I was like, that's refreshing. Dreams. Because well, usually, usually dream, content creators are like, they're all guys. Yeah, yeah. Dreams so, technically. Yeah, dream technically hasn't nominated. shown his face. So, yeah. whatever. Dream's a guy. We know. We on to, on to, on to, look. Back to this dream business. <laughs> the only reason I hope that I actually wins. The only, <laughs> she the to only win. reason. Okay, me too. I the only reason. Just keep show up all these. The only reason that I. The only reason that I could hope, and I don't hope that this happens. The only reason I could ever possibly think that I would want Dream to win is because I want him to be forced to show his actual face. On stream. There you go. That's the only <laughs> reason why. There what if, you go. What if they, you like, heard it. What if you they have it. like a cartoon? It's like pre-recorded, just like just a cartoon of Dream. Oh just no, no. What if he makes another like animated video? <laughs> I'm done. That will be it. On to the next. <laughs> we know he's gonna win. Sports and racing. I can't wait for the death battle between Fusely and Dream. Sports and racing. <laughs> FIFA, uh, FIFA 22, F1 2021. I shouldn't have put the two F things next to each other. Oh, I put three F yeah, things you in two times. Forza Horizon 5, Hot Wheels Unleashed, and Riders Republic. Riders Republic. Um, Anthony, why don't you go first on it's this Forza. one? Forza. Well, it's Forza <laughs> for... It should be Forza it's for everyone at the table. It's Forza. Do you want to explain why you took FIFA, Kellen? Um... FIFA. Do you oh, want right. I forgot the soccer. <laughs> I forgot, <laughs> I, I forgot these are all these are all racing games. No, no, FIFA's the soccer one. Oh, I'm sorry, football. Soccer's an American <laughs> thing. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Do you want to explain why you believe FIFA deserves an award? It's going to be Forza, I say I think it deserves it. It's going to be Forza. I think <laughs> it has a big fan base. Which, okay. Other than the fact, I don't disagree with and that. And also, I the name, the brand name, EA, like, that's some relationship right, e- there. EA, though, the, the name the worst company <laughs> that's in America. That's not a brand you want on <laughs> no, but you don't I know, associate but, like, EA. we were talking about this earlier with uh, the Kellen, people who I don't, I don't recall wins. any conversation. <laughs> no, um, we, okay. No, we, no, no. we here the, at the Byte love Xbox Game Studios. Yeah. But, like, the people that are choosing who wins, like... We were talking about, like, how there's a little suspicion between relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think I think there's a little something something going on there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Forza Award. It's Though, Forza Award. from what I have played of Riders Republic, um, I do like that game. It's basically just Forza Horizon, but with extreme sports. Yeah, I heard Riders Republic's actually really good. So, that actually might take it. But... I hope Fusely wins, please. <laughs> please, <laughs> God. Fusely wins every award. <laughs> please, God. <laughs> Roll pl- for, yes, it's a Hot yeah, Wheels Hot game. Wheels Unleashed, which I also heard is really good. Oh. Okay. Role-playing. We got it's Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five, and Tales of Arise. We all so a lot of... One, one, no. <laughs> one, Western, one Western RPG here. The rest Wait. are JRPGs of different sorts. For this one, I took Tales of Arise... Same. Oh, I, I did too. We're <laughs> oh triplets. God. Wow. The reason why I took it's gonna ta- be cyberpunk. <laughs> the reason. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> this is not the award that cyberpunk's gonna win. We'll get to that war- award in the next part. Oh. But that's what you the reason up for role playing is the reason, cyberpunk. The reason, the reason I took Tales of Arise again because I'm dumb and used logic and facts with this 
Um, You're cyber- you use logic. Uh, you, so cyber- that makes me use logic. Me, me smart. Me <laughs> cyberpunk. Uh, obviously, like there needs to be an asterisk on that game's name, and there's like this just tainted taste in your mouth every time you say it. Um, Monster Hunter Rise is a good game, but I think the fact that it has to run on the Switch's power is causes the experience to be kind of lacking. Scarlet Nexus, I believe it came out in the summer and it was kind of passed over in the general consensus. SMT5, I've heard, is a good game, but it released very recently to the deadline, and I don't know if the recency bias is going to be good or bad for it. So for Tales of Arise, you know, it comes from an exceptional series, and I I think that even though it's a fairly meaty game, um, it's the most deserving of the award. Anything else to add? No. Nope. Triplets. Just summed it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cyberpunk's gonna get it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Best action adventure. Uh, one little tidbit I'd like to give about this award is that in the past, there is a high likelihood that whatever wins best action adventure will go on to win game of the year. It's not always certain, but it's happened plenty of times in the past. So for this, so for this award, nominees are Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Wonderful game. Not, not the. It's it's wonderful. Mm. I I got it over Thanksgiving. It's great. It's really good. It is cool. No, I'm, okay. no, I'm I being serious. <laughs> I got it for a PS5. It's it's genuinely really it's wonderful. Mm. Oh. I haven't finished it. It's a wonderful game. Oh nice. Metroid okay. Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident forgot. Evil Village. What'd you pick for this one, Kellen? I said Psychonauts. Why? Too. Um, it's just like compared to. Like, the rest of these, I just feel like there's a strong, like, adventure side to this uh, this game mm-hmm. that's different. Mm. And I know a lot of times people don't want stuff that is different mm. in terms of stuff that they're enjoying, like, entertainment-wise. Mm. But I think that's what makes this enjoyable. Yes. And I so- think it's what makes it stand out and... Yeah, I just think that one's going to win. Psychonauts is definitely a very different game. Um, It is. The series is based around, you know, this crew of more or less psychic detectives that can go inside people's heads and look into their dreams and Mm -hmm. their desires and um, their anxieties and kind of pick apart in levels that are really designed around those elements and, you know, platform through them and, and do combat throughout them and kind of solve people's problems. So has like a little bit of of heavy topics in it when it comes to like anxiety and depression and and fear or loneliness, but it's done in a really interesting, colorful way. Mm -hmm. Um, For this award, I selected Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart um, just because I feel that on the basis of what the category is, just combining, you know, action, platforming, combat, throws all of that together and just uh, creates for an excellent experience, even though it came out back in March, correct? We did not have the same choices. (laughs) I I believe it it came out a while ago, but um, I'm glad that it's getting some attention from the awards, and I think uh, it'll go, hopefully, go fairly far. What did you take for Action Adventure? Uh, I would say Guardians of the Galaxy, because I actually played it, but I'm... I've heard a lot of like complaints about the combat. Personally, I don't think the combat's all that bad, but I, I too think it would be rift apart because, mm. like you said, on the basis of what it's able to achieve, like it builds off of the 
really fun combat from the 2016 remake mm-hmm. and having seen like the combat in action it looks really great you mm. know visually it looks spectacular so i think i think it'll be rift apart mm. just on the base of it. it's like it basically refining the really solid and fun combat from the remake so i think it'll be rift apart right <laughs> that's going to conclude part one of our game awards betting special Check back next week for part two, where we get into the top seven awards and discuss what we hope to see announced at the show. For now, I'm Blake Chapman for How It's Played. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>